Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode 291 of the What Up Though Podcast. Yep, yep. Uh, week off, uh, I think we just, well, it was, well, I think you you were still suffering from the booster shot. Um, yeah, that was the main, week. that was the main day. <laughs> and, and I was going to, uh, it was funny because I was going to hit you up earlier in the day, like, uh, do you uh, want to move it because that was uh, the Houston game? Mm-hmm. And so I was, but then when you hear me say you were sick, I was like, well, it, it works anyway. So, yeah, that yeah. was a Houston game. Yeah. And I definitely wanted to watch that. Me too. Yeah. The, um, yeah, that was, that was a rough night. Uh, so, yeah, we, we didn't record last week. Uh, that was on me. I canceled. I got my, my COVID booster shot on the Tuesday. We recorded on Wednesdays. I got the COVID booster shot on Tuesday. And Wednesday, I woke up. Actually, when I woke up, I didn't feel really anything too far out of the norm. Like, I felt weird, but I was like, eh, I always feel kind of weird when I wake up. So I was going to, you know, go on about my day. So I have to go drop uh, drop my son off at school and then go downtown, drop my daughter off, and then come back home since I work from home on Wednesday. So I, I have a long commute uh, on Wednesdays. And I drop, I drop my son off went downtown and when i got out of the car to uh get my daughter out to take her into into daycare when i got out i was like yo like my whole body was like really weak really achy i felt a little bit lightheaded i'm like yo what the fuck and i i took her in and on i i drove back and i think i stopped to like get gas or something like that and I stopped and I got out the car to do that. And, and same thing again. I'm like, yo, this is not like I feel like shit right now. And I, I, I got home and it, it just kept getting worse. So, like, I, I, I got in the bed and I was in the bed for probably I mean, I was in the bed pretty much all day. Uh, I only got up to to go to the bathroom, I think. But I, when I say I was in, I wasn't even just like laying there like I was pretty much sleep all day. And. <laughs> I was having, and I was in like a deep sleep. Like I was having da- goddamn uh, um, sleep paralysis and shit. Like uh, I, I, like I get sleep paralysis. I'd say fairly routinely, like not super often, but like it's not rare either. Like I probably it probably happens maybe once or twice a month or something like that. Um, but I had sleep paralysis. Like it, I. I I had moments within my dreams where I felt like I was awake and I wasn't and I couldn't move. And that's essentially what sleep paralysis is. And I'd wake up and I'd realize I was dreaming. So then I might get up, go to the bathroom, something like that, come back, go back to sleep. And then I would again have sleep paralysis. So I had like sleep paralysis moments two or three times during a day <laughs> while, I, while I was trying to sleep. So yeah, my, my, my whole body ached real bad. Uh, I was really, really weak. Like it, it, I wouldn't say it hurt to walk, but it was like, it was, it wasn't effortless. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, I don't feel like doing this. 
that's what it felt like to walk. Um, that's and then I was really tired. That's really all it was. Like I didn't have like any uh flu-like symptoms, like I didn't have a fever or anything like that. I wasn't like coughing or nothing like that. All I had was the body aches and the weakness and a little and the lightheadedness, but it was pretty bad. Uh like I said, that shit took me out to get out the that shit took me out the game the whole night. Uh, yeah. I was I did I I was by the time the Pistons game came on, I was okay enough to stay awake and everything like that and watch it. But yeah, I I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have felt like doing a podcast because I would have come out here and stay up and all that kind of shit. Whereas like uh, watching a game, I was like reclined with my my Pistons blanket on and <laughs> like just just like super chilling. So it was like whatever. But yeah, that's why we uh that's why we didn't record last week and. Also, what made that kind of weird was I've had a higher than average, I would say, amount of vaccinations in my life because I've always had, you know, the ones we all get to go to school when we're kids. Like I had all those, but I kind of I, I routinely get the flu vaccine. Um, I obviously, had already had two covid shots and I've gotten vaccinations for all kinds of shit when I've traveled. Not every time I've traveled overseas, but when I went to Thailand specifically. Um, I had to take I don't I don't remember what all vaccines we had, but we had to get a, a few vaccinations um, before you we went to Thailand. And so and I've never had an issue other than the standard uh, kind of like arm pain at the injection site, which is in the shoulder. So like if I lifted my arm up, I would feel some pain or whatever. But that would, you know, be gone the next day. And that I mean. It would come. It would happen the next day, and then would be gone by the following day, and that would be pretty much it. So when I was there, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not expecting to have any issues." Because the guy was like, "Did you have any issues with the first two? And I'm like, "No, nah, I didn't have any issues." And he was like, "Yeah, most people say that they have an issue uh, with the the same issues with the booster that they had with the second shot." And I'm like, "Why? Well, I didn't have any issues with the second second shot, and I haven't had any ever before, so I should be smooth." And yeah. Didn't didn't work out that way. <laughs> no, I I uh I had a I was just dehydrated and tired for my second shot. Um, I haven't got my booster yet, and I was I was talking earlier. I was trying to plan it so I'm like fuck up like the holiday weekend next week and shit. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna try to I'm gonna hopefully I can try to get it like Monday or something, and then if I you know feel some shit the next day, I'll be good. But it's um funny you mentioned um not funny but. You mentioned sleep paralysis. I used to get that a lot when I was a kid. And um, I haven't had, I haven't had it not that I can recall in some years, but man, when I was a kid, man, that shit was scary, dude. I just remember one time I was in the bed and it's like, I was like, I woke up and I looked and saw everything moving. Like I saw my mom in the hallway and shit. And it was like, I could not fucking move. And I just felt like a scary movie or some shit. Like I was taped down or some shit and couldn't do shit, man. I used to have to like shake out of that shit, man. I God, I hate that shit. And the fact you say you get that, you know, a little more often than not, man, that shit's fucked up, dude. I hated that shit. Yeah, I, I got it as a kid, but it was fairly rare. I've gotten it way more as an adult than I did as a kid, which is probably why it's not that bad to me, because once I got like, I'm almost kind of used to it at this point. As a matter of fact, I'm so used to it. And so because like I'm not a thousand percent certain on the nature of sleep paralysis, but I think it's I think it's kind of like a situation where you think you're awake, but you're not. So you can't move. And but you feel like you should be able to. 
because you think that you're awake. And uh, this last time when I when it happened after the after the booster shot, I'm so used to it that I got angry in the dream that I couldn't move. Whereas normally when it happens, I don't understand that I'm dreaming. So I'm like trying to move and I'm like, oh, why can't I move? And it's like, like almost like confusion kind of like, oh, I, I'm just keep trying. It's like, I just don't get it. But when it happened after the booster shot, I was like in the dream angry. Like, why the <laughs> fuck? Like, like, like trying really hard. Like, can you stop? Like I was frustrated. Like, can you stop with the fucking not moving shit? Like, <laughs> like I was super fucking aware. And, and the, like, that was, that's what makes it weird but also not that bad because it's like i wake up i realize i was dreaming and then i'm like well that what like this is i don't know if this is going to sound weird to you but i wake up and i look at it and i'm kind of like well that was a kind of a fun experience <laughs> yeah i've never looked at it that ever <laughs> yeah like i wake up and i'm like because it's to me when you have a dream that feels real it might feel you know, scary in the moment or exciting in the moment, whatever emotions you might have. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, okay, I was dreaming. But like, I look at it like almost kind of like I got to participate in a movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, cause it never happens with doing mundane shit in the dream. Like, yeah, I'm making a sandwich and I'm like, oh, now right. the sleep paralysis has stopped me from cutting this in half. Like, it's never some like stupid mundane shit. There's always some sort of like, exhilarating shit happening even if it's scary it's like i wake up and i'm like i feel like i like oh man did i just kind of like live a fake horror movie <laughs> like where i was never in i was never in any real danger but it felt real so like i actually sometimes think it's kind of cool but uh <laughs> yeah it i got frustrated in the the last time because i'm just like this is not whatever i was trying to do within the dream i was like okay this is getting really irritating and i thought sure i was awake and I'm just like, why the fuck can I move? Like, can, like, can we speed up? It's not that I can't move. It's kind of like, I feel like I'm moving at like it's super, 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 super slow rate to the point where it's so slow that I just give up. And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't happening. <laughs> and yeah, I was frustrated in the dream. Like I'm trying to do something and I'm just like, why the fuck can I move at a normal rate? God damn it. I'm getting, like, getting mad and shit. <laughs> trying to like, trying to jerk, jerk my arm to do whatever the fuck I was trying to, I was trying to reach for something trying to reach for whatever it is, trying to just force it as opposed to norm, like how I normally just kind of chill in the dream. So yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, that, that is, uh, like I said, all mine has always been like a terror experience. Like, like to, cause I was, I, I would feel it at the point where I really wanted to get up and I couldn't, then I would just have to like, I, I, I recall sometime when I was a kid, like you kind of just fall into another subset of a dream or some shit and then it would just continue and then i guess once it was over or whatever i would just shake i could i i recall at times i was a kid like violently shaking out of the shit like i felt like if someone was sleeping with me they'd think some fucked up shit like what the fuck is he going through and shit because i would like try to force myself and i remember one time as a kid doing it and i fucking fell off the bed like I was just Damn. like, yeah, that shit was, yeah, it was, it was weird, but I haven't, I haven't had, had an episode like that in some years, but I used to have them all the time, all the time as a kid, man, hated that shit, absolutely hated it. Yeah, oh. another, another weird thing from the, uh, from the booster shot situation, when I went to go uh, actually get the shot, the guy that came in uh, from the pharmacy or whatever to do the shot, 
super cool, whatever, chilled. It seemed like a fairly normal fucking guy. And then this fucking guy, like, stabbed me with the fucking needle. And it's like, normally, it's a very kind of, like, delicate thing. Like, they just, like, gently press it in and pull it out, and it doesn't hurt at all. He came up to me, because I was sitting... I was sitting at a table because he had a, a computer that he was, you know, inputting all the information in or whatever. So I'm sitting on one side of the table. He's sitting on the other side of the table. Uh, I put my arm on the table. And I'm like, you want me to get up or something to make it so that you don't have to like lean over the table or anything like that? He's like, no, you're good. And then he like wound up like like envision <laughs> envision. I'm going to tell you exactly the movement he did to to give me this shot. Imagine as if you're playing darts and you're like kind of like aiming and then yeah. you kind of like pull back and then go forward real quick to throw it. That's wow. how he gave me the shot. He like went back and then jabbed me with it. Like literally like how they call it the jab. I always like, well, they just call it a jab because you get to, I guess technically you get jabbed with a needle. But like he actually jabbed me with the needle like it was like a, a strike with it. And like did, it did, did, did he come off like that was normal that he did something weird or that was just I don't know it it, it happened so fast because I'm just <laughs> like because it, it, I don't know I was just like as soon as I saw him like go back my brain was like what the fuck but then it was like, <laughs> it was too late it was over <laughs> I'm like why did you have to wind up and it hurt like to me it doesn't to me it doesn't normally hurt I would say like it does it doesn't hurt it's like you feel it but it doesn't hurt. This actually hurt, not a lot, but it did hurt. My arm, my shoulder was sore for almost a week. Not the normal 24 hours, almost a week. Because today is Wednesday. I got it last Tuesday. Yesterday was when I first stopped feeling like, okay, I don't feel nothing in it no more. Almost a whole ass week. And I can't help but feel like that was because he fucking jabbed me with it. <laughs> like, granted, I felt a lot of effects from it that I don't normally feel. But, man, like that. I'm like, how is my arm still hurt? Man. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, I'm I'm definitely getting it uh, soon within the next week or so. Um, it was, I was I was on the chat with, with um, one of the cigar groups and the guy was saying how his, his youngest his younger daughter just got it. And I was like, wow. And I was, it started thinking like, man, we are at that point where kids are starting to get it now too and shit. Um, yeah, my, you, my daughter is scheduled. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I forget what day it is, but she it's scheduled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Five to, what, five to 12 can get it now? Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, I think his daughter is seven or something like that. So, Because shit, the cases in Michigan is fucking nuts now, dog. Mm-hmm. It's like averaging like 7,000 a day or some crazy shit. Like shit's nuts straight nuts man but yeah. yeah it's been a year and a half dog and we've seen virtually no progress at all despite now a third round of vaccines <laughs> and we are still right and they say like 70 percent of michigan folks i believe are vaccinated um and so i mean that's that's not gonna immediately stop the spread but it's just you know like i really want to the numbers of like you know i know obviously you can get COVID with a vaccine and you know your uh which is crazy that that is still something that people still misunderstand like I still hear people talk about 
where they had the shot, why did they get it? And I'm like, because it wasn't meant for that shit. You know, oh, that shit is a year and a half and people still don't understand the concept of that shit. Yeah. And then to think about it, like uh, it's been for a lot of us, like I got my I got mine later than you did. And I got my at the same time as your wife, because I remember our, our dates were synced up. Yeah. Right. So like I got mine at the same time as her. My second shot was in April. So it's been actually, matter of fact, I think it was April 17th. So it's been exactly seven months since I got the second shot. Like, I don't think the efficacy is that long either. So that's that could be another reason why our cases are still maintaining is that we got a lot of people who just haven't gotten it. We have obviously you can still get it despite having the vaccine. But then a lot of people's second shots probably wearing off by now to the point where they need the booster and they just haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. And, and that could be the the, the jump in the, in the spike, you know, because I don't I don't I've been I used to look at the numbers daily. I just stopped doing this shit because it was just it was it was just like pissing me off and shit. So I just stopped looking at it. Um, but, yeah, that definitely could be a reason. Um, I don't know. I just like, man, we have way more way more cases than we had when we were so-called shut down. And we're not ever going back to that shit. They're not shutting shit down. Like DPS just just uh, started that they're going to do virtual classes on Fridays as as a slowing down. I'm like, what the fuck is COVID not around on Fridays or some shit? Like, what what did they? <laughs> what was the reason for that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know. like 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 COVID like Fridays just as much as humans yeah, do. So. Shit. Like, I think it might be busy on Friday, so stay home. <laughs> yeah, like, like 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 that's his presence and shit on Friday. So I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. Man. Um, have you seen the? Uh, did you see the story? Not story, but the uh, that Reese's has put out a nine inch cake or pie. Reese's like the Reese's, Reese's pieces. Yeah, they putting out a pie. Yeah. No, I, I didn't see pie. that. So they, released... you know, I don't eat chocolate and shit. Yeah, so like, so, yeah, it make a difference. <laughs> I wouldn't be up on Reese's news. <laughs> so they released, I forget which day it was. It, it was like Monday, I think Sunday or Monday and shit. So it's like 45 bucks or something, 50 bucks. And I was like, that sounds interesting. So I, I caught one. I didn't realize how, how popular that was because they all sold out in an hour. Damn. So I saw all these posts about this and I'm shit like, wait, were, were these online or it was online. To to like a certain place? No, oh, okay. it's online. So it's being shipped and shit. So it's like 50 bucks. And so Damn, for a pie for a pie, 50 bucks for one so, pie, one pie, one. You're, nine really, pie. <laughs> you're really understating this. Like that's a <laughs> like that's an OK amount to pay for. Pie. I mean, it's, it by no means it's not. It's one of those novel things. And I was like, is it massive know, in size? I mean, it's nine inches. So it's the size of a regular pie. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so if it was really just this, I want to say nostalgic is not the word when they use for, uh, but just just something whatever. I didn't think much of this. I was like, cool, I do novelty. That. See I do. Novelty. That's yeah. the word I want to use. Novelty. <sighs> so I was like, cool, I'll do that. So I did it, and then um, you know, I, I don't, I think I don't know. I don't even know when it gets here. It's supposed to get before Thanksgiving or something. So then, so you you familiar with the guy uh, Darren Rovell of Rovell? Rovell, yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah. He, he had I don't know how to it. say it either. Yeah, dead. I've only seen his name on Twitter. I've never yeah. actually heard it spoken. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so he posted it, and that's when I found the link. I was at work or something, so I had to eat Monday, I think. And then, so then, like yesterday, I see he did another post about how people are selling these fuckers on eBay, and upwards of the bids were going upwards as five hundred dollars, dog. Oh my god! I'll sell that bitch in a minute for five hundred dollars. Hell I don't yeah. give a fuck. I don't the novelty leaves. My see, the, I, had a, <laughs> I had a plan. My well, my plan initially was just to try the shit, you know what I'm saying? And then just post it on social media or something like that. I was like, cool. Like I have a TikTok page that I made that I never used. And I was like, this would be a cool thing to get some traffic. Post that. Not too many people got the motherfucker. But then I saw that it was, you know, auctioned off almost five hundred dollars. I'm like, man, I'll sell that shit in a minute. Like, I have no no ties to really wanting that fucking thing that bad. But if somebody gonna buy that fucker for five hundred dollars, I will happily ship that fucker. Right. Happily. So I'm gonna see when I get it if I if I end up selling. But if I can sell that bitch five hundred dollars, I'm definitely selling it. Absolutely. Man. Five. I'm like, I'm I was looking like, what the fuck? Uh five hundred dollars, dog for a fucking pie. Yeah, a novelty goes out the window where you could trade a pie for a PlayStation 5. <laughs> Bruh. And it's funny you say that because uh, I've been really wanting to get the new Xbox and um, I really just didn't want to spend the money. But fuck. So I'm looking at uh, eBay now and stuff. Go- one, one going for $320, 550 One is at 37 bids. It's at $400. All this shit. If I got three hundred dollars, I'd be fucking happy. Hey, yeah. <clears throat> so I, for a pie, nigga. Yeah, Hell yeah. I, yeah, I probably just sell that fucker. <laughs> for a I pie, I, man. I have. I don't think I've even sold anything on eBay before. I don't even remember my fucking password. But <laughs> it's been a while. I used to all the time, but it's been a while. I bought shit from there, but I haven't fucking. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. But <clears throat> I'll definitely uh, sell it if I. Uh, uh, if I get it, I mean, when I get it, if if it's still going for that, five hundred dollars, yeah, four hundred dollars, cool, I sell it, I give me an Xbox, or I probably just buy me some cigars and liquor. <laughs> man, <laughs> dog, if you, if you flip the pie to buy cigars, I'd be like, man, why don't you just get the Xbox? Now you get the cigars regardless. <laughs> like oh, you ain't yeah. gonna get no Xbox. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, I yeah. I'll, I'll see it. I'm gonna wait till I get it and see what they're still going for and shit. But when I saw that, I was like, "Shit, a fucking pie!" Like I ain't had that come up on fucking crypto and shit, let alone a fucking buying a fucking pie for fucking fifty dollars. Like, right. like this is this is proven to be a fucking investment for sure. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, we hadn't talked about it, but how did you? Uh, and I'm just going off uh, going off random topics. I have feel free to jump in if you want to say, talk about anything. But uh, what did you think of uh, The Harder They Fall? Oh, um, I thought it was uh, a solid outing. Um, I did not think it was uh, anything to really call home about. Like, I didn't think it was particularly special. Um, but I also understand, like, that's kind of why I stayed out of it. Like, I didn't talk about it at all. I didn't do a video for it. And I didn't do a video for it. Also, because movies just don't do well on my channel, mm-hmm. like I can get some plays out of out of TV show episodes, but like movies, it's like nobody gives a fuck. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. uh, my Dune video, I think, did halfway decent, but like not 
uh, my Doom video didn't do as good as probably like an average TV show would do for me, but it did way better than the movies generally do. So that plus I didn't really feel like being like a wet blanket when everybody was like seemingly really enjoying it. And I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Like I thought it was cool, but I, I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, we got, you know, we don't see, we don't see that, you know, a, a Western with an entirely black cast. Like we just don't see that. And it was a good cast. It wasn't just like, Hey, let's put some black folks in a Western. Like they, they opened up the, they opened up the floodgates with, with bomb ass actors to put in that shit. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to shit on anybody's enjoyment of it, but I thought it was a little overrated because like, I felt like, but like with Westerns, I've actually watched a lot of Westerns and I know that's probably pretty rare. Cause I think a lot of people don't envision uh, black folks period watching Westerns, but especially somebody at my age having watched Westerns, but I was a big fan. I was, I am a big fan of Clint Eastwood as a, both an actor and a director. And he did a whole lot of Westerns when he was at his peak, like probably in like the, like 60s and 70s and shit like that mm-hmm. he did a lot of westerns and i really enjoyed his westerns so i i watched like i've probably seen like all of them <laughs> and um so like I, I i've seen a western or two westerns have very 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 basic plots it's usually like a revenge plot like somebody comes some badass comes to town kills somebody important and and now whoever is the star has to go find that person and get vengeance for his family or for whoever the fuck. Very, very, very basic plot lines. And they kind of rely on uh, cool dialogue and lots of action sequences, like which is obviously gunfights. I felt like The Harder They Fall really lacked that. And I felt it was too long to lack that. Like it had, well, one, it didn't have to meet any cool like actual gunfights like it was very basic as far as like gunfights go yeah and then like it didn't have any action at all for like the middle 40 minutes or something like that like i think it had the the closest thing it had to an action scene was the scene where they go to the uh to the white town to rob the bank and i wouldn't even call that an action scene so like it didn't really to me i felt like it lagged a lot in the middle with not a lot of activity and like you can't have that when you have a a plot that's like as thin as Paris Hilton like it's 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 you know not a lot going on there um and i also thought that and and i i'm going to preface this by saying that i absolutely love her as an actress but i thought that regina king's accent was hella iffy Dog, I, <laughs> I was talking to PBS about that. I hated her. Iffy, I hated her fucking accent. And I know she does voice as well. I mean, hey, she's that dumb. was me being nice. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, if she, I thought it was, if I thought it was good, I wouldn't have said anything at yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Her her voice was fucking annoying as fuck. I was talking to PBS about it, and it was just like, and like I know she, she's done voices for some of the most you know famous shit. You know, what I'm saying hey, Huey and Riley, Huey buddy. and Riley. <laughs> yeah. Like that was a surprise. The fact she was doing both voices, and you can't tell it's her and shit. You know what I'm nope. saying? Um, but that shit was so fucking annoying, dog. And I was just like, every time she came on scene, I'm just like, fuck, I just don't want to hear hear her talk, dude. Like, oh, I, I hated it. I absolutely hated her voice. Yeah. And they gave her a very, I won't say questionable, but like her dialogue was mediocre. So like she had some, and she had some actively like bad lines that she had to deliver. So it's like, 
she had some poorly written corny ass lines and then she was struggling with that accent and i was just like uh and then like i would see people online going oh regina king was amazing regina king was amazing i'm like i understand that y'all love regina king i love regina king I've seen Regina King in so many things over the course of my whole ass life. Because she's been acting since she was a child. They go on 227, nigga. She's been around forever. But, like, she was not, this was not a good role for her, dog. And, like, so I had I had issues with that. I thought the middle dragged. Uh, on the plus side, I thought Idris was great. I thought Lakeith Stanfield was great. Yeah. Um, I thought Zazie Beats was great. Um, I think it was oh fuck and, and Jonathan Majors is a and Jonathan Majors is a fucking star. Yeah, like, he, it, like he is. I would tell anybody, like anybody who's listening that's hearing me saying, like, I didn't like the middle part of it and I thought it dragged and the Regina King, yada yada. This is not me saying don't watch the movie because I would say to watch the movie just off the strength of Jonathan Majors. He's like incredibly captivating. Like he is leading man, A-list material all day. Like he's going to be a star. He's already a star, but I mean, he's going to be a big star. Like once he gets, like once he uh, hits the the Marvel shit and actually does his, his, uh, his role that he's going to be doing in the, ne- in the next fit. Cause I don't want to spoil it. People don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's it's mainly you would know it from Loki. So if you didn't watch Loki, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. So I'm not even going to bother. But if he. Small spoiler, he appears in Loki, the television show. Right. And. It's already known who he has been cast to play in the next phase of the Marvel movies. Once he does that, it's that's going to be it for him. Like he's going to he's going to become a big, big star. And Jonathan Majors was incredible in that shit. And I, every time I see him, I'm more impressed by him as an actor. So he was great. Um, and it did, and, and it, it, it was just like cool looking. Uh, the characters were cool. So um, it had a lot of cool stuff. Like I said, I liked it. I thought it was cool, but I didn't think it was like anything to be like, Oh yes. Uh, yes. Queen. <laughs> like, Oh, we got a, a movie full of black Kings and Queens being incredible. Oh, uh, why? How many Oscars is this shit going to get? Like I'm not on that. I'm not on that level. Yeah, I, I, I'm going back to like the actors and stuff. Um, I agree with everybody you said. Um, Dior Lindo, he just does this thing where he's in, you know, uh, he was cool too. I thought Dion Cole was actually really good at that in this. It was just, it was a, a, a role that he, I, I would have never seen him play. Like I would have, they would have said he was playing, you know, I would have thought he would have been some like comedic part in it. Like I thought his, his, his role was pretty good. He, he did it well. And yeah. I, and I really liked the young guy uh, who was with the gunslinger, Jim Beckwood. His name is mm-hmm. RJ Seiler. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was pretty cool. Like when he, when he came on the scene, I was like, man, this is a good ass actor. And I'm like, I have no idea who this little nigga is. Um, <laughs> and I thought he did a really good job. Um, uh, really good job and so yeah but yeah I, I with you i thought it was cool um i don't know if it's something i'll watch again um but i thought it was i thought it was cool for what it was um i to your point i thought the keith stanfield rocked it um and you know it was it was that was that was it um i did watch a uh a video on like easter eggs and stuff in it because i a lot of shit i just didn't catch and a lot of them they were showing i didn't catch either um like they had uh the uh, train that they got Ildris Eva from, Rufus Black, 
um, was was a name after uh, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had like C, and I think whatever his middle name was, C. Yeah, Bozeman, C. A. Bozeman, mm-hmm. and then I think one of the one of the buildings in, in one of the cities was uh, it was supposed to be named after Jay Z and Beyonce. It was called Carter and Carter. Uh, just random, and I don't even know Easter because it's just I don't know. That's just that's just that's random ass shit. Like who would think that Carter and Carter means fucking Jay Z and Beyonce? I mean maybe Zero people. people. Yeah. <laughs> So I was just like, okay, that's that's interesting. Um, and then uh, like Bose, Bozeman's very <laughs> that's a very unique name. You see C Bozeman, but yeah. okay, but Carter and Carter, okay, nah, nah. Like Carter, the, it, the, it's a brand to make baby clothes named Carter. I'm not gonna look at that and be like, is this named after Jay Z? <laughs> like, nah, nah. Yeah, and then um, oops, I the volume on that. Uh, PBS sent me a, a scene where. Uh, Trudy, Trudy Smith. She's sitting on, you know, they're at the top of the hill right before they go down to the train, mm-hmm. and she does her hand like she points it like a, a gun, and she moves her her fingers and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that the uh, the Easter egg thing about that. Like yeah, that was supposed based to have been on. from uh, Malcolm X and shit when he got all the people to start march. I didn't. He, it's funny because he just he just sent that to me like thirty minutes ago. Oh, okay. Like, okay. That's another okay. one that I, when I saw that, I'm like, there's no way anybody thought of that. No, like, you have no. to have the article to tell. There's no way anybody saw that was like, oh, Malcolm X. Like, nah, nah, nah. nah. And, and I think and I, I recently saw Malcolm X, the, the, the Spike Lee movie, and I didn't catch that. So what made nah, you watch no it recently? I mean, not that's a bad thing or not. I mean, I've watched because it I because I you that. remember because you remember I had just I had read the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So like I. I I had read the book and then after I read the book, I had seen the movie, but it was when it first came out. So I was like a kid at that time. So like after having read the book and now being an adult, I then went and watched the movie. So it was sometime it wasn't recent, like in the past couple of weeks, but it was during it was during the pandemic. Oh, OK, yeah. Yeah, I've watched it tons of times. I I would like to say up until a few years ago, I was probably watching it yearly. Not that nothing I was planning on. It just happened. To, I see it and I say, fuck it, I'll watch it or some shit like that. Um but but I think of when I think of like Easter eggs and and I I'm typically slow when it comes to that shit, um, so I don't catch a lot of stuff at all. But when I was watching uh, what was the uh, when I uh, the Watchmen and listening to the, the podcast, yeah, the Watchmen TV show. Okay. When I listened to the podcast, and they were talking about tons of Easter, and I didn't catch none of that shit like at fucking all. Uh, <laughs> like my my I I don't. I don't think I pay enough attention to detail to, to catch shit like that. Uh, it's always like, oh, cool, that happened. But I'd never really catch Easter eggs like that. So Me neither. When they said these, I was like, man, this is stupid. Like, nobody would have caught a lot of this shit. Like, the, I mean, maybe Chadwick's The Train. I I just remember, I think I got a message around that time. And I looked down because it wasn't a, it wasn't a, at that point of her interacting with like the, the train uh, conductor. It wasn't like nothing pivotal where you really had to be staring at it and shit. And they just walked mm-hmm. past the train. I didn't think none of that shit. And so I didn't figure out that shit until after the fact. And shit. Like, oh, okay. oh, I'm so bad with Easter eggs that I saw it and didn't even make the connection. <laughs> I was just, I, I was just looking at it and it was just there. And I didn't even think like, Oh shit, that says both. Like I didn't even make a connection. I'm terrible with Easter eggs. Dog. Cause it's like, I, I just don't, I feel like there has to be a level of actively looking for stuff for stuff 
to catch it. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just terrible at it. But like Marvel stuff does that heavy. Like anytime, anytime, any episode of Loki, after every episode of Loki, there would be articles about all the Easter eggs in the episode. And I would read it and I'd be like, I didn't catch none of that shit. And I'll read it and be like, I'll get it. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Or, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what that's referencing. Like, but it's always like little small things and like the background or something like that. I'm not even looking for. So like I'll catch like verbal references to stuff, but like little stuff in the background, like, oh, if you look in the back, there's a fishbowl that has a, you know, like, like hey, looking at the, looking at the fishbowl in the background. <laughs> yeah, there was stuff from um, uh, not the Lovecraft Country. I think there was stuff from Lovecraft Country. I listened to the podcast for that one, and there was stuff from Lovecraft Country that I didn't catch. I mean, I just don't catch a lot of shit anyway. And it was like, you know, like it was. This is early on, man. Not early on. I'm sorry, but it was one scene where I believe uh, his character was at the bus stop, and it was this fucking big ass poster in the back. And I think it came from like an old movie or an old painting, or uh, no, it was that an artist. Familiar. It was an artist that did this painting uh, that was the what the uh, it was like a, a big ass ad or something, right? He was finna catch the bus or something. And then it was a scene where they were getting ice cream, and that scene was and that was from a painting or something that some artist did or some shit like that. So I remember that because I you remember I listened to the podcast too because we were both yeah. kind of uh, not happy with the host of that podcast. Yeah, yeah. but. I remember that too. And I remember seeing that and thinking like, there's no way, but I think that I think a lot of people act like they caught something when really they just read it somewhere else. And I have to say too, uh, going back to the, uh, the host of the, uh, of the podcast for Lovecraft, they grew on me. Uh, I didn't like them at first, uh, but then they just kind of grew on me. Um, I think the one chick who was actually involved with the show, she was the one that kind of, I want to say annoyed me, I guess the most, um, and I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just like her. It was like her Valley Girl voice or some shit. Like when I looked at her picture, I was like, she looks nothing like she sounds. And it just, you know, but I had seen the other chick and I can't think of her name. The other chick, I think she's a writer or something. I had seen her on Twitter a lot before that. And so, but yeah, they kind of grew on me. But anyways, that's the there. Uh, they, they didn't grow on me because I felt like when you have podcasts that are the official podcast of a show, they're like, I'm guessing they're basically like contractually obligated to praise the show. <laughs> and yeah. like what bothered me is that Lovecraft Country was a very kind of like hit or miss every week kind of show because it it changed kind of like it's not its style necessarily, but like the the uh, the content of the episode would change. It would like they'd be like oh this week it's kind of like almost like an indiana jones type episode and now this week it's kind of like a horror episode and this week it's kind of, like it would change so it, it felt it made every episode feel kind of hit or miss like did it work this week or not and there were weeks where i felt like it just didn't work but every week they would come on there like yes oh man that gave me life i almost cried like okay can you stop like come on like yeah. <laughs> like and I wanted to be like, as a, being, a, being a person that was like involved in the show. It's like they're they're not they're against any like bad things about the show and shit. So maybe that was you know a thing. But I don't know. They grew me a little bit. I mean, not enough that I would listen to. I I probably wouldn't listen to them on another podcast <laughs> about a show. But uh, yeah, I, at the end, I was just like, okay. I think I, and I finished. 
I finished the podcast um because I was so you know, I. I follow along with the show, but um on the other end, I really, really enjoyed the host, and I'm just um this is random as hell, but the host of the Chernobyl podcast. Yes, yep. I I, I listened to that one too. I totally enjoyed them. Um and I forget the one of the guys who's a uh uh I, I believe he was a writer from fuck was it one of the guys a writer from the wire or some or something involving the wire or no or maybe i'm making some shit up i don't i don't remember okay yeah but anyway yeah i i really enjoyed them so and that was the first the uh chernobyl was the first podcast that i listened to that was from a tv show i had never listened to a podcast from following a tv show until then i don't think that was the maybe like the first one that I listened to the official podcast for that show, like the one that HBO put out. But I, you know, well, I'm sure you know this. Obviously, I've listened. I, that's ma- main my main podcast listening is for uh, stuff that covers TV and film. So, <laughs> the, the TV, film, and politics makes up like ninety percent of my podcast listening. <laughs> yeah, that, and that was like okay, that was interesting. But yeah, I enjoyed that one so. You throw in Delvin, you throw in Baylor, yeah, <laughs> throw in yeah. Chaffee. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> After yeah. that, pretty much, yeah. I mean, I listen to a you know my this American Life and other shit, but yeah. <clears throat> um, you got anything before I go into something else or? Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll uh I'll go into something. There was something that we mentioned when we, that we mentioned when we were talking about the harder they fall that I wanted to talk about, but I forgot it. So I'll just go to the uh, <laughs> go to whatever one of the other topics that I had. So. On Friday night, I went to go see Bill Burr at the Fox. Mm. And for those who may not know, you, you would probably recognize Bill Burr the most from uh, Chappelle's show. He was a, a regular on there, white guy, uh, Boston, uh, <laughs> uh, heavy Boston accent. Um, but he's been uh, historically on pretty much anything that Dave Chappelle's been involved in. And then he was on... Um, he goes on like political shows a lot. His, his podcast, uh, I think it's, what's it? I think it's called like the Monday morning, something or other Monday morning podcast or something like that. It's one of those podcasts that's been around since like the start of podcasts. Like you, like when I think of uh, like the podcasts that have been around since podcasts popped off, I think of Rogan, I think of Bill Burr and I think of this American life. Those are the three that that immediately come to mind when I think of podcasts that have been around since before podcasts were popping. But anyway, I go see Bill Burr. I love, I think he's an, Oh, I didn't even say he was a comedian, (laughs) but he's a comedian. I've been a big fan of Bill Burr for, I don't even know how long. And every time he comes to Detroit, I go see him. I usually go with uh, one of my friends that I used to work with at UPS so that just shows you right there. I worked at UPS from 2000 to 2005. So um, that just goes to show you how far back I've been going to see Bill Burr stuff. Because he comes with me. Every, this, this was the first time he didn't come with me to a Bill Burr show. So I'm going to see Bill Burr. And they had the line was wrapped around the block. Not around Fox. Not around the Fox. Around the whole last block. And I think it was just to kind of uh, I think it was probably because of just like slower security because of like, I don't even want to say COVID procedures. because It's not like they were checking tests or fucking uh, uh, vaccination confirmation. I don't know why it took so long to get in there. But by the time I actually got to my seat, Bill Burr was on within about five to ten minutes. Um, Yeah. 
and I got there early. So that's how long I was outside in the line. So I'm outside in the line. I'm by myself and I'm behind. And a girl, pretty hey, young looking. Hey, yeah. go, go back. Cause you, you kind of broke up. You said you were behind what? Oh, I said I was behind a couple. Oh, okay. Uh, a young couple, a guy and a girl. They look like if I could guess, I would guess they were in their early 20s, but at the most, but they kind of looked like they could have been in high school. They were that young. And there was another guy there who was also by himself. He was in front of them in line. So he was it was him. Then it was a couple. And then it was me. They got the talking, the, the couple and the guy. And I'm telling you, man, I, I was I can't even say I was struggling not to laugh because I was openly laughing and just hoping that they didn't notice. I've never heard such like my dumb conversation like 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 they just learned how to talk not too long ago. Like it was like so basic and it made me wonder, like, did I sound this dumb when I was 20? Like that, like. If me and my friends were like in line in a movie theater or some shit and we're just talking about shit where there are older people behind us thinking like, man, these stupid fucking kids in front of me. Man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Cause right. like, it was so bad. Like the one guy, uh, he was super young. He said like, this was his first time, uh, going to something by himself. Cause he said he like, he lives farther. I think he said he lived in like Jackson or something. So who was like he that. talking to that? He even the, the couple. Oh, he, he was talking to, to. Oh, okay. Yeah. The couple and the, the one guy that was by himself, they, they formed like a little, little group or whatever and they started talking to one another about bill burr and comedy and they started like talking about their favorite jokes to his and all that kind of shit and he said something to the effect of like he drove there from jackson he hadn't been he had never been to anything like this by himself before and they started talking this shit and and the guy of the couple he like gets his phone out. And he's like, yeah, man, you got Snapchat, bro. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. He's like, yeah, what's your what's your information? And they're like standing there exchanging Snapchat information. And the girl is standing off to the side looking kind of like what the fuck is happening right now. And it was such a weird situation because like I never heard such, I don't know, just just really basic conversation. Like imagine like a couple of kids talking or something like that with a whole lot of bro and a whole lot of fucks. And he was smoking like a, I don't know if they, I don't know if it was weed or if it was like a regular fucking vape thing, but it was one of those things that looks like a, a flash drive. And he, he was smoking one of those. And yeah, I, I, I had so much fun waiting in line to get into this thing <laughs> because listening to their conversation was so entertaining and how like, just basic and dumb it was. And yeah, it just made me, it just made me wonder. I, well, I know that I didn't sound that dumb when I was that age, but I just wonder like, man, what would it be like to like observe 20 year old me and the level of conversations that I was having and the things that I was doing, like I'd be embarrassed by it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I would be totally embarrassed in my 20, 20 year old self doing the shit I was doing at 20. Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't think I wouldn't think I'd be embarrassed, but listening to them, I, I couldn't rule it out. I'm like, I know I wasn't this bad, but 
I'm listening to these kids talking. I'm just like, man, this is just so. Like, is this how is this how people have conversations when they're 20? Because <laughs> I'm like, this ain't even a conversation, dog. It just sounds just like words. I don't know. It's hard to describe, dog. But I, all I want to say is like, I was standing out there in the cold for however long, waiting to get into this shit, and I was thoroughly entertained just listening to these kids talk. And it wasn't they didn't say anything crazy. It was it was just shocking how basic their conversation was and how much fun they were having talking to one another. It was almost cute. Like, oh, I'm glad this couple is friends with this guy who's here by himself <laughs> from Jackson. He think he said he was like 23 or something like that. And then the guy, the, the couple said something like uh, the, the, the boy of the couple says something like, oh, man, I, I, I thought you were older than that. He's like, eh, but I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be mean, bro. I just would have thought you like 26 or something, bro. Like, man, 23. And I, was, I, I didn't mean, I didn't, I didn't want to be mean. I thought you were three years older. Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, and, and admittedly, this dude did look kind of old for his age, admittedly. But yeah, he said something like, oh, you're only a little bit older than me. He's like, I thought you were like 26 or something. Like, okay, man. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely wouldn't want to hear the conversations I had when I was in my early 20s. Man, I probably said some stupid shit. Probably not like them, but I definitely probably said some dumb ass shit. Yeah, but the show was fun. Uh, Bill Burr is great at this. Is how I explained it to my wife. He kind of he, he talked a lot about the dynamic with like woke and cancel culture and all this kind of shit, like the left and the right and how everybody's at each other's throats. And I mean, most comedians are going to talk about that today. Right. But he he did a good job at attacking both sides as opposed to like taking one side. And what made it cool was that he didn't like finger wag each side. Like, here's what the left does wrong. Here's what the right does wrong. He kind of he did the opposite way where almost kind of like a, 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 a nudge to each side, almost like this is how you guys are cool. And then it would like say something to the other side, like this is how you guys are cool. And it was simultaneously a dig at the opposite viewpoint without actually taking a dig at the opposite viewpoint. It was like a weird kind of weird kind of thing, but it made it so that everybody, everybody got a chance to laugh. Nobody, I, I didn't feel like anybody was mad. And there was like a, a couple next to me who I could tell was like, kind of elitist like the the wife it was like an older white couple the wife had on like a fur uh the guy was uh kind of like almost like hovering over her almost like he was super protective of her and it was very clear to me that they were a very right-leaning couple and it was interesting to me to hear them uh hear hear when they did and did not laugh like when he would like (laughs) fun like when he would say cool stuff about how like cancel culture is stupid or something like that they, they would cheer and then when he would say stuff about how uh, uh the you know the the left was cool they would be quiet it, 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 I, I like the dynamic there because i was surrounded by all different types of people and you could tell that some people were everybody was on one side or the other and even though i am firmly on one side i found both sides of jokes to be funny Cause like there was a, I can't remember the full joke, but like he had a moment where he talked about guns or something like that. And he said something like he made, he made fun of all of the types of guns that uh, right wingers have. 
And then he made fun of the left by saying something like, and like the left people don't even have guns because they're afraid they're going to like wake up in the middle of the night and kill their family or something like that. <laughs> and like, I found both sides funny. Like, even though I'm left and I'm anti-gun, I still find it funny, the idea that like they're so afraid of guns. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to wake up. I, I can't have a gun. I might wake up and kill my family in the middle of the night. Like, that's funny to me. Duh. So like, I found humor on both sides, like attacking both sides. But it was interesting to hear people uh, playing favorites in their in their comedy <laughs> and how they laughed. But yeah, it was a, it was a good it was a good time. And I got to listen to I got downtown so early. I got to listen to the uh, the end of the Pistons game before I even got out the car. So that was cool. But then them niggas got washed in that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's the I think you know I, I you know especially with all of the drama surrounding. Uh, uh, Chappelle's last show and just his shows in general about, you know, you have people, you know, obviously offended by certain stuff and you got people saying, you know, he's a comic, he can say, you know, it's it's all in comedy so he can say what he want. I think a great comic masters being able to put opposite viewpoints and, and make it comical and not necessarily bash either side mm-hmm. just for the sake of the conversation of comedy and I think that based on what you're saying, he probably may do that maybe a little better than even Dave does. Oh, he 100% does it better than Dave does. Uh, Because Dave is like, Dave is more inclined to, uh, he's very clear on what side he's on. And he's also very comfortable with attacking the opposite side. Whereas like like I said, Bill kind of played both sides. But he played them in a way where, I never felt offended. Like somebody else might have felt offended, maybe, but like there was never a point where I felt like, oh man, that's not going to go over well. Not not once did I ever think that. Whereas like watching Dave Chappelle, I, his last one, oh yeah, there's plenty of times I thought that like, oh this this is probably not going to go over pretty. <laughs> this is probably not going to go over too well, and it didn't. Like I feel like if if this tour that Bill Burr is doing right now, if it comes out as a special at some point he's not going to have any issues from it. Like he's going to be okay. Cause he, he, he towed that line perfectly and he was funny attacking both sides without being like, like he's on a soapbox or some shit. Cause he, he thinks, he thinks all the shit is stupid. He's always going to, he makes it seem like everything is dumb, both sides. So yeah, I, I think it was pretty, pretty good. Uh, pretty good show. Yeah. My, uh, my boss, went to that show. I haven't talked to him about it, but he was telling me here, you know, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't even know he was even coming until I saw that you were going to it. But I know you're bigger fans and you would know he was coming. The fact you had tickets already. So, <laughs> yeah, I get, I don't know how, but I got notified. I got notified somehow. It probably showed up in my, like, my Facebook feed as an ad or something because I'm probably, I probably quote unquote like him on Facebook. So I probably got a notification or something. I don't, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I got a notification. And I bought tickets the day they went on sale. Like I said, I've, I've never missed the show. I've probably, I've probably seen Bill Burr live probably five five times, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Shit. So, yeah. So you, yeah, you, I, you go, are, I go you pretty are often. Indeed, you are indeed a fan. Mm-hmm. So what did you what 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 what, what did you have? Because you asked you asked me if I had something before you 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 did something. Oh, um, I think I covered most of it, but I I would earlier today I would just you know well most of my time since. I usually have a decent amount of free time during work. Sometimes I, you know, I'm check constantly checking Twitter and shit. And I saw that the rapper, uh, Young Dolphy, got killed. And it was crazy because 
the picture they were showing, I guess it was he was at a fucking like cookie shop or some shit. And mm-hmm. like I guess he was inside. Whoever came up shot him and drove off. And like the picture was just crazy because it didn't show a lot. But after a while, you looked and it was like this motherfucker arm was like hanging out the fucking glass and shit. And I was just like, and it just it just fucked me up, dude. It was just like, man, these things are really wild out here, dog. Like you, I mean, I know a guy like that's probably done had mad beefs and shit with with other rappers and shit or other people, and that shit just seems real when you you see a, a fucking police scene and shit and it's just i don't know that shit just fucked me today like i've never really listened to guys music never really know much about him i, I heard he done some cool shit for a lot of people and shit uh like they were talking about uh, uh they had these two students at duke who had uh got fired for playing some of his music at the job and so oh i remember that so yeah so he flew him out for anybody who hasn't heard it he flew him out to his concert and since they got fired, gave them like 20 grand and shit until they found a new job or some crazy Damn. shit. But like pulled them on stage and everything. And he was, he was like, uh, he's like, why? He's like, I think it was like the, 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 uh, we'll just say the, the dean or president of the, of the college or something. <laughs> he was like, well, I know the president, you know, he got money, but, uh, he ain't got money like me and shit. And he pulls off these big ass stacks and hands it to the kids and shit. But, uh, man, that shit just fucked with me, man, today. And I, and I think part of it was fucking with me because, um, today I was really just trying to just avoid a lot of just shit just because, uh, today was, so today was like five years since my brother passed. And so I was just, you know, just trying to zone out at work. So I was avoiding Facebook. I know my mom, like my mom and my sister are really emo. And I about it on that. Like, I would love to just forget the day because I don't, it's such a like traumatic time. Like, I don't, and I don't know if it's just a thing and it couldn't be a thing with, with black people, but like remembering that day and publicly acknowledging that day, just like, it's just so opposite of what I want to do. Like this might've been one of the, I think maybe twice. So it's five years today. I think maybe twice that we haven't got together. And I usually only get together with them because they want to. Like, I never really want to because it's just really awkward. And it's, it's just a lot of emotions to go with it. So when I saw that shit, it just, it just seemed like fucked up. But at the same time, it was like, okay, this is something to take my mind off that shit. But at the same time, I'm taking my mind off the shit by another motherfucker getting killed and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I felt right. weird and shit about it. But uh, I mean, I have nothing to add other than it's just senseless shit. But it was just like, damn, just just like the people was at the scene and shit already. And it was just, you know, just fucked up. I, I didn't see any uh, photos from the scene, but like there was a stretch during today where I, I wasn't on Twitter at all. And when I went back on it, I was trying to get a whole lot of shit done. And I was kind of just glancing at it and I saw that and I was like. I saw it as like a trending topic and I was like, uh, I, I, I recognize the name, but I don't know the guy. Like I haven't heard any of his music or anything like that. And I just went, I, I knew that he was pretty popular though, but I just, you know, I went around, went about doing whatever I was doing. And then a little bit later, I looked at Twitter again and when I was just scrolling through my, through my timeline and I saw a whole bunch of tweets about dude. And it was all stories about like nice things that he did. Yeah. And then yeah. that's what I started to feel bad. I was like, Damn, dog. I'm like, that is like he was a good dude. Like, like, right. like I don't know anything about I don't know anything about him, but I always kind of look at like a lot of the, the current day rappers. It's kind of like, yeah, whatever, man. Like these niggas is trash. What? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't really pay any attention to it. And uh, I don't even know these guys anyway. 
But like he's the first guy that I saw probably since Nipsey where everybody is telling like cool stories about him and shit. Like, oh, yeah, you remember this time he did that? Oh, here's another time where he did that. And like, I'm like, man, this he seemed like actually like he was a good guy. Like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I know he had public beefs. I mean, I mean, I remember watching it um when I really was watching uh Breakfast Club. He had did a, a interview and was I because I guess he was at one point beefing with uh Yo Gotti. And I guess allegedly he he had like a bulletproof truck or some shit and the bitch got shot up like a hundred times or some crazy shit yo Gotti did or yo Gotti, yo uh young Dolph's truck got shot up uh, allegedly by yo Gotti's people or some shit like that so i guess they had some ongoing beef or whatever and then recently uh soldier boy did a interview on breakfast club and i'll be watching snippet today i didn't even know it even happened and they were just talking about music and beefing about music shit. And, you know, you know, Soulja Boy just goes off on random tangent shit. And it was like, you know, talking about why you ain't coming to motherfuckers that shot you a hundred times or some crazy shit. And now this shit is just like weird. Now this nigga, you know, got, got killed and shit. Like, I don't think Soulja Boy is like in that realm of like shoot, having niggas shoot niggas. Like, I don't, I just don't see him being that person. You know, I'm not even drawing any speculation or nothing, but just... He just seemed like a dude that's just for the internet shit or whatever. Yeah, the, like the more I look at that shit, and as the old the older I get, all the all the rap beef shit seems so dumb to me, dog. Like, why are you even like like what are you beefing about? Like, you actually like on here on the radio talking about yeah, if I see this nigga, it'll be a problem over like dumb shit. Uh, like it's like it's like rap beef is ingrained in actually just rapping like you can't just be a rapper you gotta be involved in some kind of beef or something like that like it's like it's part of the job description or some shit and i'm like man this shit seems so dumb to me dog and i'm like now nah, niggas dying in real life and shit and you talking about yo Gotti people shot his fucking truck up and i'm like why dog like i guarantee it's nothing this nigga did worth it worthy of getting his fucking truck shot up because if all he did was talk shit why like if that's the worst thing he did was he talk shit why are you shooting his truck up like, unless he killed one of your people, what you shooting his truck up for? Over talk, nigga? Right. Like, come on, dog. Assuming it's just talk. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, they, assuming. But yeah. yeah. Just, if if that's the case, yeah. It's just, and it's like, you know, when, when Nipsey got killed, I and I remember when I found out the shit, that was just like, like, I really felt sad for the motherfucking shit. And just think like, man, if you really had, we really had to lose somebody, uh, for people to start potentially getting this shit together and not doing this shit. And then the shit happens. I mean, it's been plenty of, it's probably been a, more than a few rappers that have died between Nipsey and now. And that shit just keeps happening and shit, you know, over dumb fucking shit. Like I was tweeting with Monotone earlier and we just talking about, man, it just sucks to have to be that person to have to watch over your shoulder every time you leave the house and shit. Uh, a fear or some like retribution or some internet talk or some shit like I couldn't live that life like that dog. like that was you know big reason that you know growing up I never uh considered street shit because I just never wanted to be that person and shit like I didn't feel like I wanted to kill somebody or I felt like I wanted to beef with Nick with in a gang with niggas so enough where niggas see me out and about niggas try to whoop on me or niggas shoot my mama house up and shit like oh man I never wanted to that shit just seems stressful as fuck. And I don't think there's no, obviously there's no amount of money that can protect you from the shit. Cause you know, these 
rappers, you know, having millions and millions of fucking dollars and still getting fucking killed. I mean, even what's that new nigga with the weird voice that got killed? Uh, uh, oh, he, I don't know. He he kind of sound like Fifty Cent to me, but that was like last oh, year. Oh, Pop Smoke, before. Pop Smoke, yeah. You know, so you know, niggas just robbed and killed him or some shit. You know, so it's just like I I, I cannot live a life wondering. <clears throat> rapping about dumb shit and wondering if a nigga gonna try to get me if he see me in, out in public or some shit. Like, fuck that, dog. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Well, <clears throat> but that was a downer part of the episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys got going for Thanksgiving, man? It's actually looking like we might host Thanksgiving. Um, oh, okay. It'll be the first time for the house for hosting? Yeah, I mean, yeah, ever. Um, oh, just ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, it's looking like, well, it's not looking like can- Canadians can come over here now. And then they just announced today that they're so like Canadians started being able to come over, I think, uh, last Monday. Uh, so, yeah, we could go from this past Monday and they had. But the the thing for them is that they got a they had to uh, t- bring back a negative COVID test when they came back. And for us, COVID test is free. So if I had to take a COVID test, not a big deal. But for them, the tests are very, very expensive. It's not part of their built-in fucking uh, universal healthcare shit. They got to pay for COVID tests and the bitches is expensive. Damn. So that looked like that might put a damper on her family being able to come over here. But they announced today that they're cutting that, they're getting rid of that requirement if the state is within 72 hours so if they're gonna be over here less than 72 hours uh, they don't have to have a test oh that's dope yeah so it's starting to look like a possibility that her family might come over here for thanksgiving but we're not we're not really sure yet it's still really early in that planning even though there's not much time left but shit. i'm sure that's something that's gonna get iron, ironed out before the week is out i'm like shit grocery stores getting scarce man shit y'all better get some uh plans for shit yeah, that, that that'll probably get ironed out. That that for all I know, that could be getting ironed out right right now. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. But that's 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 looking like that might be what happens. So um, that'll be interesting. Yeah, we ain't doing shit. We're not hosting. We're not going anywhere. Our ass gonna be fucking home. Like we usually go back and forth between going to her parents in uh in Ohio and being here. But uh, her dad just had surgery, so they're just chilling. And so. Um, yeah, we're not doing shit. And I don't even know if my mom and... Well, my mom, they always do stuff, but I just don't want to leave the house. I would just like to be home from, like, Thursday to, like, Monday and just not leave the fucking house. <laughs> right. So if I could successfully pull that off, that would be a great fucking weekend. I'm just looking forward to a four-day weekend, too, so... Yeah, same. Do y'all do... Uh, tra- well, do y'all do traditional, like, Thanksgiving as far as food-wise? Hell like, yeah. Tur- oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, true. I mean, and do you mean do do we do anything that's yeah. not traditional? I mean, um, y'all do the, like we don't we haven't done traditional like turkey dressing shit like that in years. Like we end up doing like off shit. Like one year we did ribs. Uh, one year we did uh, some kind of chicken or some shit or something like that. Like I'm not a huge turkey fan like that. So and my wife isn't either. So I don't remember if we. I think we may have made a turkey one year. Other than that, we just 
like I think we're doing short ribs or some shit this year or something like that. I like last year we was in Tennessee and we did steaks and shit. So uh yeah, we typically don't do that traditional like turkey and dressing shit. It, we do that, but if it's if we end up hosting, I might I might do some steaks. Cause every time we go over to her mom's house, not every time, but a lot of times we go over there, her stepdad will like make steaks and shit like that. And you know, I think it would be kind of cool maybe to do something like that. But like I said, it, it, it is last minute. I don't even know what I'd be able to get at this point, but I could see that being something that I would do. Like, yeah, let me, let me throw some steaks on here. It also depends on how many people end up coming. Like if it's just going to be her mom, then that increases the likelihood. If it's going to be like a whole thing where like a whole bunch of people come, I'm not about to fucking buy a fucking 20 steaks or some shit oh, like yeah, that. You, oh yeah, you about to spend a grip for some steaks. That's the case. Mm-hmm. And be on a grill like crazy. Right. But yeah, so we'll see. But I, I, I figure by by the end of Friday, I'll have an idea of whether or not it's going to be here whether or somewhere else. But I kind of hope it's here because I, I, I don't want to use the word resentful necessarily, but I don't like the fact that um, historically, Historically, for holidays, uh, me and my family have gone over to Canada every time because mm-hmm. like every time obviously we live in Michigan, it's always like snowy and shit, bad weather, all that kind of shit. I'm like, why we got to make the drive with kids in the car? Like, why can't the people with adult kids <laughs> come over here for once like, and make it so that I don't have to worry about ridiculous ass commutes, like especially when. Uh, me and my wife first started seeing each other. And when we first got married, it, it was like a weird thing with my son, too, where it was like, OK, I got to I got to pick him up. I got to do all, I got to drive all the way to Canada. I got to drive all the way back. And I'm like, I got to do all this shit in the snow. And I'm like, what? like, we have the most we have to do the make the most concessions to be able to go to Canada during the holidays. I'm like. Whereas like they like basically her parents, all their kids grown like they got her mom has one teenage daughter and that's it. And she's only teenage now. But um, that's it. Whereas like I'm trying to like figure out a way to get two, three kids all around and shit in the snow. And I'm like, it'd be nice if somebody came over here for once where I ain't got to worry about doing all that driving back and forth, you know, all this way and dealing with and now throwing on COVID tests and shit like that. Like, I don't want to do all that shit. So I, I would like for it to be here, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully oh, you. I remember now. I remember the thing that I wanted to mention when you were talking about, I don't know. Oh, when we were talking about like Bill Burr or something. I don't remember, but there was whatever thing that I forgot. I remembered it now. <laughs> uh, today, I bought my tickets for UFC 270. Oh, so yeah. Like, I'm, I'm official now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm official now. We're going to buy. We're probably going to buy the flight in the hotel tomorrow. And Is you super and the wife cool. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. And then super cool. Like, I hit my I I hit my 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 brothers up my 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 best friends that I call my brothers, and I told I told them off rip as soon the very moment that I saw that UFC 270 was gonna be on my birthday, and that my favorite fighter was fighting on the card, I hit them up, and I'm like, yo. This is this is it for my 40th. Like it's my 40th. Like it's this shit is actually on my 40th birthday. My favorite fighters fighting. I'm going. I'm going. So whenever they announced, I didn't know where it was at the time, but I was like, wherever it's gonna be. If it, I assumed at the time it was gonna be in Vegas, but I'm like, wherever it is, I'm going. So if y'all wanna 
kick it with me for my 40th. That's where I'm going to be at. Wherever the fuck UF two, UFC 270 is, that's where I'm going to be. I'm like, I'm not asking y'all to come. I'm not expecting y'all to come, but I'm letting you know if you down, that's where I'm going to be. So then they got announced as being at Anaheim. And, uh, you know, I told them that. And, you know, Steve live in Phoenix, which is, you know, not far from Anaheim. Uh, my boy Terrence live in L.A., not far from Anaheim. Uh, as, as obviously, as you know, Baylor and Chaffee live out there. So once it was announced to be in Anaheim, I'm like, yo, it's going to be in Anaheim. So I'm going to be out y'all way again. Same deal. I'm just letting you know that's where I'm going to be. I'm not asking you to come to this shit. I'm not, you know, cause I'm, cause I already know I'm like, I'm spending loot nigga. Like I'm not, this ain't about to be like me going to fucking Pistons game or some shit where I'm like, I'm gonna spend one ticket. I'm gonna sit where, you know, play it conservative. I'm balling out for this shit, nigga. Like, <laughs> like right, this is my, right. this is my first time going to an event. Like I'm, I'm no, nah, dog. I'm like, I'm going out my favorite fighter. Uh, not just any old, not just my birthday, my 40th birthday, like nigga, I'm balling out. So I'm not, I'm not going to ask y'all to participate in none of that shit. So uh, the pre-sale was today. I'm uh, a member of USC fight club. So I have early pre-sale access and I get a unique code. That's for me specifically to use to access the pre-sale site. And they didn't have no ticket prices and no shit like that prior. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to be spending. I don't know what to tell y'all what it's going to cost. But again, Whatever it is, I'm spending it. <laughs> so right. if y'all like I could just kick it with y'all while I'm out there, but I don't expect y'all to come to the event. And uh, I went on tickets went on sale at one o'clock because it's in California. So uh, it's 10 a.m. Pacific time. And I went on there, did my thing, caught my tickets. And I told him, I'm like, OK, here's the prices. Uh, I sent him a screenshot. I sent them my co- I sent them a link to the to the Ticketmaster pre-sale, and then I gave them my unique code. I'm like, I don't know if my code works. I don't even know if y'all niggas buying tickets, but if you want, here it goes. All them niggas bought tickets, dog. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. They, didn't, they didn't buy the tickets that I bought, <laughs> but they bought, <laughs> they bought tickets they, to the they, event. They, they in the building. Yep, they in the building. So, like, that, I think that's super cool because, like, I honestly didn't expect them niggas to buy. I really didn't expect them to buy tickets. Like, I, like they talked like they was, and I'm not saying I didn't believe them, but, like, I didn't expect them to because I'm like, you know, I don't know how much this shit going to cost. And I'm not trying to put niggas in a position where they got to spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars to go to the shit that I want to go to for my birthday because I'm like, you know, I'm just not going to do that. Like, expect you to do that. But uh, yeah, Steve copped the ticket, Terrence copped the ticket, Daryl copped the ticket, which means Daryl's also going to have to cop a flight, <laughs> just oh, like okay. me. Uh, I don't know if Daryl's going to cop a hotel. Uh, he might stay with Terrence, but um, I'm copping a hotel because I plan on staying at the same hotel that the fighters are staying at because I want to oh, try to meet okay. some fighters at the That's hotel. Dope. That's dope. Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to put his government out there, but uh, Pro Pistons told me, he, he gave me like the... Uh, the cheat code to it. He was like, wherever the way the, the weigh-ins happen at, that's the hotel that the fighters stay in. I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. So that way they ain't got to travel to do their weigh-ins. They cut and wait. They come down from their room, they hit their weigh-ins and they good. So like the UFC has like the actual weigh-ins where you actually have to make weight, but then they have like the ceremonial weigh-ins, which is like, they're not actually having to make weight for this. They've already made weight. And it's just where they kind of like, uh, do like face-offs and shit where they like pose for the cameras and the media and all that shit. 
But the actual, actual weigh-ins happen at the, you know, wherever it is that they're actually staying at. And so I looked at the um, the hotels that surround the Honda Center, which is the the arena that the, the Mighty Ducks play in. And that's where the event is at. And I'm looking at these hotels. I'm like, not, it's not really any good hotels around here. There was a, but there was one four-star hotel, it was the Hilton Anaheim. And it's about, I think it was like a mile and a half from the stadium. And I'm like, I bet that's where they're going to be at. Because it's got like an indoor pool. It's got an outdoor pool, just like Ray J. Small Ray J shit. <laughs> just like Ray J. It's got an indoor basketball court. It's got, I don't know if it has an indoor or outdoor basketball court. But it does, <laughs> it does have an indoor pool and an outdoor pool. And it has like a big uh, exercise room and shit. I'm like, this got to be where the fighters are staying at. So then I Googled, um, I Googled UFC in Anaheim because I knew that they had an event there uh, within the past couple of years. And the weigh-ins at that event were at the same hotel that I had been looking at. So I'm like, okay, this got to be the hotel that the fighters stay in. So I'm going to stay in that hotel, but Daryl might stay at, uh, stay at uh, one, of our, one of our boys' crib or whatever. But yeah, man, it's... Uh, it's uh it's it's official, nigga. So Baylor, Chaffee, if y'all listening, it's official. I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna uh fly out on Thursday, January 20th. Uh that's when I plan on being out there. I'm gonna be out there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday. I haven't decided if I wanna fly out Sunday afternoon, evening, or if I wanna fly out Monday. Either way, I'm taking Monday off work. But I don't know if I'm going to uh, leave on Monday, but I want to have uh, enough time to where I can go to as many UFC related events as I can, but then also have time to like kick it with everybody who's out there, too. So, so what, what day is the UFC event? Saturday, like okay. always. Okay. Yeah. Saturday, January 22nd. That's dope. Yeah, man, I, I couldn't have. I'm so happy because like I couldn't have planned. I, I can't say planned it. I couldn't have, I couldn't have hoped for a better set of circumstances because as my birthday started to approach, I thought like, okay, what do I want to do? I don't really know. Like I, I kind of don't care. Like I'm not trying to be hype about being 40. Like I, I barely like talking about it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have any uh, plans or expectations. And then I thought, shit, my birthday's on a Saturday this year. Well, technically next year. My birthday's on a Saturday. I'm like, oh, man, wouldn't it be dope if there was like a UFC event on my birthday? I was like, oh, I could probably, maybe I could try to go to that. And then I was like, oh, man, it'd be sweet if it, like an actual pay-per-view was on that day. <laughs> and then they, then they announced the fucking pay-per-view and it was on my fucking birthday. I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredible. It's like, and this they is announced meant to the, be and shit. <laughs> yeah, and then they announced my favorite fighter is headlining it. I'm like, oh, my God, like this could not be any better. And I remember... After his last fight, not well, actually not his last fight, his opponent's last fight that bought his opponent the ticket to this fight, essentially. Uh, we were over here and it was a few people over here and I was I was high and I was drunk, but I was still saying I was like, man, no matter what, I'm going to that fight. I don't give a fuck if it's in France. I'm going to that fight because both because <laughs> both of the fighters are from France. Right. And uh, well, well, Francis is African. He's from Cameroon, but he live in France now. And he has a he has a he speaks French and he has kind of like a little bit of a French slash African type accent. But both of them are from France. And I'm like, oh, even if the UFC says it's in France, I'm going. I'm, I was high. There's no way I would have flown to France. But <laughs> but yeah, man, they I, I don't know when I said that high as fuck. It was like me just being high and drunk and just talking shit. 
And it turns out that the shit actually that that fight actually ended up getting booked for my 40th birthday and it's actually here and I'm actually going to go now. So like actually buying those tickets, I'm like, man, this shit is for real. I'm about to hit up my first event. I'm going to see my favorite fighter. It's going to be my 40th birthday. And I hope to see some fighters in the hotel, see fighters in the at the arena, all that kind of shit, because they be having fight like fighters be there that ain't even fighting. So, so I'm like, it's fighters that are not even on the card that's probably going to be there. Nah, that's that's gonna be dope, man. That's gonna be hella dope. I hope so. Yeah. You got anything else? Um, I did, but it's gonna be a longer thing, so I'll save it for next week. All right, cool. Well, we got to figure out next week. Uh, well, I guess next week, the day before Thanksgiving. I guess that unless you. Oh well, maybe two weeks from now. Maybe two weeks. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out. But, yeah, Liza. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think it's probably wise that we not record on uh, the day before Thanksgiving, especially if I'm going to end up hosting it, and her, uh, my wife's mom might actually already be here yeah. at that point. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll say two weeks. <laughs> but my last thing is not a time sensitive time. Topic. It's actually about Kanye West. So oh, okay, yeah, we can always hit that up. Cause I wanna, I kind of wanna watch the uh, drink chaps. It's just a Kanye before. West hot take, so we could, I could say it now. I could say it in two weeks. I'm just not gonna say it now right. because I got a lot to say about it. Right. <laughs> so right. no, and I gotta fair. tell a whole story about how I got on this topic. So yeah, it's a whole thing. So I'll save yeah. it. I'll save it for two weeks. All right, then. Well, uh, if we don't talk to you folks, have a happy Thanksgiving and shit. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. peace. Yeah, peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W U D U P D O E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Do Podcast. Peace.